What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Two Game Podcast, where we talk about nerdy stuff, games, anything you name it, we talk about it. Uh, my name is Christian Valencia. Unfortunately, Matt is not here. He is a little bit under the weather, so I'm doing this solo. It's going to be a little bit of a, you know, change of pace. Hopefully, I don't bore y'all, but we got two games to cover and a little bit of um, some news. So the games we're going to be covering today is Tales of Arise and Tales of Iron. I know, two tales. Wish. I wish. But before we do that, I want to give a shout out to all the Patreon. I know we haven't had a couple episodes in the past couple days. I'm sorry. Definitely trying. Matt's been under the weather. I'm busy with work, so trying to do this solo. Get everything doing. I just recently beat these two games, so we're going to cover them. Then we're also going to cover some announcements, live action anime, and movies that got announced. It's going to be kind of a shorter episode. Unfortunately, I'm really sorry. Usually Matt has this stuff planned and I, you know, I just wing it. But, you know, that's what I'm doing now. Who knows? Whatever. This could be a really good episode. Could not be. As Matt would say, go fuck yourself. You know, you get what you get and don't throw a fit. Um, so we're going to cover Tales of Arise first. Um, it's part of the tale series, you know, long-winded RPGs that do a lot of unnecessarily talking, but you know, we still play them. It got a 9 out of 10 by IGN. It came out September 9th, 2021. Uh, it's a Bandai Namco company, but it does have the Unreal Engine 4. Which it makes its graphics, they look very detailed. Played it on the PlayStation 5, it looks phenomenal. They have a lot less reading. I mean, you can still read, but they have a lot more talking, so you don't have to necessarily read it. Which is a plus in my book. It comes out for PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, all the Xboxes, and PC. It's about $60 right now, still. I know. Pretty much a little bit about it. They're, uh, this one world takes over another world. Who knew? Um, they have a crown contest where the slaves have to work hard and earn so much spiritual essence. And whoever gathers the most out of all the, lo- the lands, because the lands are broke up in four different, four to five different areas, and whoever has the most wins um i don't want to ruin anything but yes you have to go defeat all the lords and i think this game was like 60 hours i want to say i think i ended up being 60 hours fortunately you know i had to do that over three weeks but you know whatever so you have iron mask is his name in the beginning he literally has a mask of iron on his face who knew? Um, ends up being his names end up being Alfin. He remembers that. And then you have Shinon, Shion. I'm sorry, Shion. Shion is from uh, the other. I can't even think. I'm the anime guy too, and I can't even think of this stuff. Ah oh, man, it's gonna bust my ass for this. Sword Art Online. There it is. Yeah. No, get off my back. I do what I want. Whatever. Anyway, you have Rinwell Law. Doholim and Kisara. Those are your characters. Shion is one of the invading aliens 
that pretty much just have powers. Rinwell is a mage. She's one of the few in the world that can actually do arts. Law is pretty much a badass. Be a little slow, but he's still a badass. Deholim is the lord of an area, and Kisara is his protector. You know, I mean, the game is pretty self-explanatory. You go around defeating the lords and doing side quests and all that. So, like, doing all the side quests, I did probably about 90% of them, and it was like 60 hours. Maybe a little more if I did the last three, and the last three, I think, were really, really tedious. I give this game a literally like a 9 out of 10. Hit me in the feels. It was really, really detailed, really well done, well written. Kept you going back for more. It wasn't really boring at once, except for the grinding. But it was not boring by any means. $60? I'd probably wait. I'd probably really wait. If it goes on sale, give it like three months. Christmas, it'll probably be down to like 30 bucks. Definitely get it then. Not worth the $60. I mean, granted, I did give it a 9 out of 10, but that's based on the story, the music. They're going to make an anime out of this, I promise you, because you get two different, like, intros, and they're anime-styled intros, and they look and sound fantastic. Definitely, hopefully, make an anime out of this, because they did make two animes out of the other two. Combat in this game is very free reign. You stay inside of a circle, and you attack. And you have different arts that you can use, but you can also use special arts from other people to help you, like say, Kasara has a shield. So if the enemy charges you, you can use her skill, and it's like, as long as it stays charged, she'll stop them, and it'll stun them so you can do more damage. And you have a flaming sword. That sounds really... Not so good saying out loud, but you know, it is what it is. That's what it is. A literally flaming sword. It literally has flames. It looks like it pulled out of a, a molten hot magma. But it is what it is. Um, And you do finishing moves with each character and each one of them look really badass. If you catch it just right, you can kill other enemies in it at the same time, which, you know, makes uh, grinding a little easier. Still very grindy. I think I got to level 58. Nowhere near where I needed to be. But, you know, I'm a savage and I can do what I want. And I finished it. So, yeah. What's up? Come at me. There is a bonding system between each character. You go to bonfires to, you know, recover all your health. And you can bond between each character. But you can only do one each bonfire. And it helps level up their um, elemental mastery. Like every other RPG, everybody's got their own trees. Of skills and stuff they can learn. With this one in each tree you can learn a skill. Increase your crits. And prevent like instant death. And you know so on and so forth. Other than that it's basically an RPG. I mean rinse repeat RPG. I don't know what else you know to say about that. We've all played RPGs. And if you haven't. I don't know where you've been. But you should probably start playing some. Because a lot of them are really, really good. Like I said, I gave this thing a 9 out of 10. I would definitely wait for it to come out. I mean, not to come out. To uh, have a better uh, price. But definitely worth playing. I've played many of the Tales games. And they're really good with the story. But some of them are just so tediously with the story. Like, let me play the game. 
and maybe, you know, conversate while I'm playing the game. That'd be great. Thanks. So I definitely forgot to do what we are uh, normally watching. That's my bad. Like I said, Matt's thing, not my thing. I'm here for the entertainment and the looks. Matt's there for gathering everything. Just saying. I mean, I could be wrong, but, you know, oh well, deal with it. So what I have been watching is a smorgasbord of different animes. So my first one I've been watching is Spirit Chronicles. I rewatched that, which is a fantastic anime. It's only in subbed on Crunchyroll. But the other one I started was World's Finest Assassin Gets Reincarnated. Yes, another isekai. God, there's so many of them. But this one's actually really good. Like, I don't even know how to explain how good it is. I've only watched five episodes because that's how many have came out so far. And they are worth every minute. Except for the last one. I can't say that. The last episode sucked ass. Except for the end. And it was great. But the whole episode, the whole other ones, oh my god. Perfect. So perfect. Well written. Um, I really wish they would just come out with the whole thing. But, you know, whatever. Uh, then they have Tower of God, which is really good. And I think I talked about it last time. Uh, Destiny, where they do conduct music to fight enemies. But I've watched most of those. I've watched Free Guy in regular movies, you know, because, you know, it's one of those things. I watch more anime than I do anything else. That was really good. It wasn't the greatest, but it was okay. I've been listening to uh, Ice Nine Kills and my normal smorgasbord of uh, Breaking Benjamin and Pandora. And I've obviously been playing Tales of Arise and Tales of Iron. A little bit of PUBG and some zombies on some Call of Duty. And that's literally all I've been doing. And work. You know. Gotta have that. So, now that we have that covered, and I feel like not such a failure, because, you know, this is the first time I'm doing this, get off me, Matt. So, my ne- the next game we're going to cover is Tales of Iron. It is a Dark Souls... That's right, Matt. I said it. Dark Souls. It plays like Dark Souls. But it's a side-scroller, and it has a little bit of platforming. Not a lot. Just a little bit. Just enough to satisfy Matt's needs. So this game came out in September 2021, made by Oddbug Studios. It's on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox, Switch, PC, you know, the normal. It is not even an RPG, really. Like I said, it plays like Dark Souls. You find weapons, you find armor, and each armor and each weapon does enough damage, or not a lot of damage, and it's all based on weight. And weight matters in combat. Because when dodging, and there's a lot of dodging... And rolling around, some enemies' reach will hit you no matter what you do to dodge. And parrying, you can't parry every everything. So this is literally a mouse game. When I say Tales of Iron, I mean T-A-I-L-S. Not like the Tales of Arise with a T-A-L-E-S. This is mice. So there's been a war between the mice and frogs. For years and then just so happened to be during the next crowning of the king between his two sons the frogs attack fucking beautifully destroying and killing the king and that's not spoiling anything because that happens on the trailer 
So ha 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 ha. I do what I want. But anyway, enough of that uh, silliness. You fight Dark Souls style. Side uh, scrolling. Uh, you can parry. You can block. You do have a shield, a sword, armor, and a helmet. That you can pick between and you find throughout the world. You bunch of a bunch of side missions. It's very indie. It feels like an indie game. But if you just play the main game, it's only seven hours. Just straight through. If you do the side quest and main game, it's going to be nine hours. If you do the whole shebang, it's only ten hours. A ten hour game. That is it. It's only... I've only played... I played through it once. And I don't think there's a like a new game plus... Or anything like that. But it's only $24.99. I don't know if it's... I don't feel like it's worth it. It's a really good game. That's me saying something. Because I hate Dark Souls. I hate Dark Souls so much. And you know, just me mentioning Dark Souls. You know, Matt's ears are probably puckering up right now. Going, ooh, what? What? Huh? Dark Souls? You said Dark Souls? So, we all know how that is. But yes, it plays just like Dark Souls. You roll around, you attack. You know, you do have range. Eventually, you'll get a bow and a gun, which is kind of weird to have a gun fighting frogs. But, you know, whatever. It works. Each enemy either has boss level health or, depending on what weapon you're using, has, like, you can hit them two hits. It just, I don't, it varies. It really does. You fight beetles, frogs, obviously, and then you fight some lizard people. They're just lizards. They really are. I mean, there ain't nothing about it. I said I beat it in nine hours and I did everything. I got 100% completion. It was really, really easy to do. You pretty much get 100% completion upon beating the game, really. I mean, the only thing you'd have to really do sidewise is make sure you do all the side quests, which are like six or seven of them. They're not really that many. And find all the equipment. Yeah. I think that was my only problem was finding all the equipment because I missed one spot in one area and it doesn't highlight for you. So I had to go find it, which was kind of boring and kind of unnecessary. But, you know, 100% is 100%. I almost wonder how it plays on the Switch. I haven't really watched it on the Switch. I played it on the PlayStation 5, and it played fine. I want to know how it plays on the Switch. I don't see it wouldn't be a problem, because the graphics aren't that great. So, going from the console to the Switch console, I don't see it being a problem and being laggy or anything. Um, I give this game a 9 out of 10. I really do. I would definitely wait for it to become like maybe $10, because it wouldn't be long before that this game is $10. It really doesn't. It's very gory. Like, you... uh get like frog blood all over you and they they look like the frogs and all the monsters look like after you hit them enough times they look like they like you just stabbed them to death it's hilarious um some of the if you kill them fast enough some actions they will like jump in the air and you'll pretty much stab them and they'll die you know it's pretty gory and i love it every minute of it i would play it again i would if they would make it a little I wouldn't say harder, but not as straightforward. That makes sense. Like, you pretty much have just one straight streamline to the story and everything. And then the, the squeaking. They have a, narr- a narrator that 
tells you everything that's going on, but like they talk to each other and it's just like squeaking and it's annoying. Other than that, everything else is great in the game. Songs are great. The score is great. The attack feels like flawless at some times. I mean, some of them you can't, you know, it's like in like a Dark Souls game. It's there to piss you off. Couldn't tell you how many times I, the second to last boss pissed me off. I had to like turn it off. I was done. I had to go watch anime and do other things. But yeah, that's Tales of Iron. Definitely go uh, play it. It's definitely very fun. Definitely worth it. Both of these games are definitely worth it. Because the Tales of Iron, very quick game. You could probably beat that rather quickly. But uh, Tales of Rise, yeah, that's going to be it's going to be a long one. So now I'd like to get into some announcements of some new anime live action movies. Or adaptations or whatever else you want to go about with it. So they, I don't know if a bunch of people have already recently seen the Cowboy Bebop release. They had a trailer on it. It's going to be on Netflix. A lot of these movies are going to probably be on Netflix. They're really, really hit and miss on whether they're going to be really good or not. I haven't really seen a really good one. Bleach was really good. But other than that, yeah, not very good. Like Attack on Titan? That was shit. 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 So Cowboy Bebop got announced. Bunch of people are in there. And I don't look like a very good fan to me. I really enjoyed the show. It was very good. I would definitely suggest watching it. But this one looks like shit. It does. There's a lot more gunplay and fighting and all that in it. Did not see really much of that in the trailer and it kind of annoys me but you know i'm very hypocritical on anime it's like listening with music with matt he either likes it or he doesn't that's right took a jab at you sir deal with it the next one up is going to be probably hopefully they do it right they all they showed was a picture of a silhouette and it just so happened to be a gundam and they had my attention i am so ready for that because live action that would be awesome now, the question is, which one are they going to cover? Are they going to go with the original Armoro bullshit? I hope not. If they go with Gundam Wing, yes. You have my yes. Take my money now, and I will watch it. If not, I guess I'll just watch it to deal with it and, you know, just complain. Bitch, complain about it like I normally do. But like I said, there's not really a release date on this one yet. It didn't even have a trailer. It was just a photo that they announced at the anime convention thing in japan but if knowing netflix it will definitely be something they will come up with the next on my list is going to be naruto yes they're making a live action they are beating the dead horse a lot of these people love naruto and don't get me wrong it's a good anime but jesus christ you need to make them all of this and i'm gonna say this again in a second when i announce the next one you can't make a Naruto just movie just on Naruto. You're going to pick the kid version. You're going to pick Shippuden. You're going to pick what you what you going to pick. There's so much to pick from. And if you pick wrong, you're going to piss off a lot of people. Which is my opinion on it. The next one's going to be One Piece. Like rinse and repeat with like Naruto. There's 800, almost a thousand episodes by now. It's probably at a thousand of One Piece. It's not finished yet. <laughs> it's not even close to being finished yet. And they have numerous movies. So how are you going to... What are you going to do? Like, I just don't understand how they're going to go about this. Whatever makes money, I guess. And people will pay to watch it. I'll probably watch it. But that doesn't make me a hypocrite. That makes me informative for you. Because 
Yeah, that's because I said so. That's why. Go fuck yourself. Anyway, for the next one, and the last one, is Yu Yu Hakusho, which was really good anime. Kind of curious on how they're going to do that. Are they going to finish at the end? Or are they going to do the whole movie? I mean, the whole series in one movie. Or are they going to do like a mini series? Which would be okay. I'd be okay with. Because seeing some little screenshots of that, and it looks really good. I will watch, probably watch all of these and give my honest opinion on here. So y'all don't have to watch it or just watch it. Either one. And we can uh, collab on it. I'm definitely down for that. Cowboy Bebop, I'll watch it because I love the anime. And maybe they'll have a little betterness. Betterness. Be better if throughout the series. Who knows? Gundam, I am 100% full send. Because what that picture showed didn't show a lot. But it showed enough to where I may have a small erection. Who knows? But I'm full send. Naruto, not so much. One Piece, not so much. Yu Hakusho, I'll watch it. I'm not going to say no. So, Gundam is not going to be released till 2022 or early 2023, which is really, really depressing. It makes me upset, and I don't appreciate it. Um, Naruto releases in December of oh, next month. Well, whenever you hear that, so December 2021, whenever y'all hear this. One Piece, next year, 2022, um, should be early summer. And Yu Yu Hakusho is out, but only in Japan. Came out in February 2020. Uh, you can't watch it yet in America. I'm sure you can find it online. I will try to find it online. And, you know, I'll watch subbed. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. So my weekly recommendation is going to be World's Finest Assassin Gets Reincarnated as an Aristocrat. Yeah, no. Names suck. I just put World's Finest Assassin Gets Reincarnated. It's easier that way. It's on Crunchyroll. It is amazing. I said it earlier before. I just, I really, really enjoy this ep- this uh, anime. I know it's another isekai. I just literally, it's is- that's, that's all they put out right now is isekais. And if those who don't know what isekais are, pretty much means they get reincarnated into a new world. Isekai means new world. They get reincarnated, blah, blah, blah. You know, that old chestnut. But this one is definitely above the others. It's very good. Storytelling is very good. Obviously, the world's greatest assassin gets killed or betrayed and then gets reincarnated to kill the hero of this world. There's magic. Who knew? And he becomes, you know, assassin. Family, he's born into a family of assassins. You know, he's already an assassin in his previous life. So he has all his memories, all his knowledge. And the goddess that let him get reincarnated, he let him pick his own skills and tree and all that other stuff. And the way he set it up made him a quick learner and all this other stuff. It was like perfect to what he was doing. So far of what I've seen... He is pretty much gathering his posse, and I'm hoping to see a lot more carnage because he has literally threatened to kill so many people. And he has brought his world into this world through magic and made it a whole lot different. So definitely go check it out. World's Greatest Assassin gets reincarnated. Definitely worth the watch. It's on uh, Crunchyroll. Hopefully this wasn't too boring without Matt. I know this is going to be a short episode. I'm sorry, but I kind of came up with this stuff because I have beaten these games and some of these anime stuff. I wish Matt was here, but I hope he gets better. 
quickly so he can be back to entertain y'all and I can just be there to aggravate him. That's what I do. I'm professional at it. Uh, It's almost like he pays me for it, but doesn't pay me. You know, it is what it is. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for being patient with us not having content for a while. Like I said, work is crazy. And Matt being under the weather didn't help any of the fact. So that's that. Um, Like I said, till next time, this is the two game podcast. Name's Christian. Um, I will catch y'all later.